Radio, where we plant the seeds of change. I'm Karen Olson-Johnson. Laura's on holiday. She'll be back next week. And joining us next week will be a very interesting show. We've had Charles C. Mann on before. He's the author of 1491 and 1493, a new book out called, get this, The Wizard and the Prophet, Two Remarkable Scientists and Their Dueling Visions to Shape Tomorrow's World. Mm. So that'll be next week. Um, and in the booth with us this morning is Eric. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. Uh, did you do? Did you order the snow for Monday? Yeah, I'm uh, coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and did did you order the amount too? Ooh, I think I might have forgot to place an amount. Okay. <laughs> And you know why? Because they don't know yet. You know, I mean, some of them are saying we're in the bullseye and some of them are saying, ah, but you know what? I'm hearkening back to when I was a kid going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Is my school going to be on the radio? Well, that tells you how old I am. They're on the, they're on the TV and, and they send the notices by Internet. Yeah. Well, thanks for the snow, Eric. Uh, but we have today a most exciting show. Uh, joining us in studio is the author of... You know, I'm going to say it's one of those books that you definitely want to have on your shelf because you'll go back to it over and over and over again. But it's also one of those books that you'll have on your shelf and you'll want to hand to somebody at some point. Um, The author of the book is Dawn Morningstar, and the title of the book is Venerable Women. Uh, Subtitle, Transforming Ourselves, Transform the World. And when I first met Dawn, you know when you meet somebody you have an immediate sense of knowing something about them. And the piece that I knew about Dawn was that there was a depth to this woman that I wasn't quite sure what it entailed, but I knew that there was a depth there that I wanted to have some time with and explore. And at first, it was only like casual meetings through my work with the Women's Congress, but then we've had this chance to to go a bit further, and I've learned more about what encompasses Dawn Morningstar and the why behind this book. Uh, Venerable Women, again, is the title of the book, and there's a website associated with it, venerablewomen.com. Welcome to the show, Dawn. It is my honor and joy to be here. Thank you so much, Karen. This is delightful, just delightful. And the book itself, Venerable Women, and the website, I'm going to say grew out of a passion that you have. And how would you characterize that passion? Well, the passion is really to elevate the status of women and girls. And by that, I mean to lift women and girls to where I think they should have been all along, not up on a pedestal, but standing empowered and together. Because what we know for a fact, and studies bear this out, is that when women do better, so do does everyone else around them. And so my passion has always been working with women in individually and in groups. And I've been doing that for almost 25 years now. So the the book itself, I mean I know we'll go into more particulars related to the book, but the book itself was a was a process for you, yes, right? Yes. And a and a process related to the to the growth that you've been through. So for our listeners, and by the way, if you've got phone calls, uh, if you've got questions, give us a call at 952-946-6205. There were some particular things that I would say seeded this book. Can you can you share just a little bit about who Dawn Morningstar is? Sure. Well, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> to the beginning? <laughs> well, oh. that is the biggest seed of all, probably, yeah, yeah. is the beginning. And that is that... Um, Uh, When I was nine months old, my my mother dropped me off at my grandmother's house one evening, and she never came back. And I uh, did not have my mother in my life. I knew she was alive and uh, found out later that she lived less than 10 miles away. And for a number of reasons that I do explain in the book, my mother felt a need to step out of my life. And so what that did for me was, even though I was very well-loved and cared for by my paternal grandmother, Rosie, um, I always secretly wondered what was wrong with me, that my own mother would leave me, and why I wasn't like the other kids in school 
who had their moms come and bake cakes. And here I had my grandmother, you know, come and kids would say, well, where's your mom? And so I began fabricating stories. Oh, she's an important businesswoman who lives in France. I mean, kids oh. can be very creative, you know, or sometimes they'd say, oh, she died. You know, oh. I didn't know what to say because it was very painful and I was a little kid. And sometimes I would say she couldn't be here today, but maybe another time. So that really um, tampered with my own sense of self-worth. And so that played out in some other ways going forward in my life, you know, staying in relationships too long, toxic relationships, making poor choices across the board. And so I really set off on a quest to find out what can I do about that? Because I knew I wanted to be a really good person. I wanted to serve in the world, make a difference, but I knew that I needed to do something internally. And so part of the the journey for this book was figuring out, and, and yes, this is a food show, but when we talk about a lot of different things that feed us, yes. and as women, you know, what feeds us, you know, what, what our paths were, but then how do we move forward with understanding those things that help us do the work that we're doing and continue to feed us? And I know one of the emphasis um, pieces in this book is around not being shy about mm-hmm. that that you're a woman that and that you have needs that yes. and you need to be fed certain things like what Don Well I'm so glad you started off with needs because if someone were to look at the book Venerable Women and decided they were only going to pick out one idea, it would be the idea of needs. And that is um, uh, the first V attitude or venerable attitude. And the venerable attitudes are the ways that a woman lives as venerable. And by the way, if we could take a little detour. Oh, yeah. I know we're talking a little. Detour, (laughs) detour. I know we talk a lot about uh, venerable and we're using that word venerable. And Yeah, what does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. What's venerable? Some people have said, so what, what is that? Yeah, um, and you said, by the way, you said V, as in Victor, attitudes, yes. not B. Correct. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we all do get a laugh yeah. about that because I was raised Catholic and studied the B attitudes. These are the V attitudes. But anyway, um, venerable means wise and worthy of honor, love, and respect by virtue of wisdom and experience. And so the the thing about it is it's not just this group of women being venerable and it's not just women being venerable all souls all people are venerable at our core we are wise and worthy of honor love and respect it's just that sometimes we forget that or nobody's ever told us or maybe we've had it beaten out of us and so my mission really is to have everyone remember and know and practice their own venerability. So back to the Beatitudes, you know, I just, I I always want to make that clear because the reason I focus on women is because that's been my background Mm -hmm. and I'm a life coach, you know, master certified life coach working with women. And I do believe that because that's been my journey, that I feel that that's my area of focus. Is but women. women, you know, typically, you know, to when you go back to this first beatitude, women typically are very self-effacing. Yes. And, you know, it's like, you know, everybody else's needs first. You yes. know, I'll feed the family. You know, I'm just going to say, you know, you get the whole chicken, right? And mm-hmm. you feed the family and then whatever's left over, Absolutely. you know, you're going to put on your, I mean, so that that is something that is, is pretty much well understood as yes. a role that women will play. Yes, in many cases, that's absolutely true. And one of the lies that women have been told is that it's selfish to want to take care of yourself and that it's a bad thing. We've really had that programmed into us. And I think the fact that we are nurturers by nature makes us want to serve, but we really have to do that in balance. We have to do that in a very harmonizing way. So back to that beatitude, um, as I was saying, if a person only took one idea from this whole book, if they were to look at V attitude number one, venerable attitude number one, that is that a venerable woman empowers herself by using inner awareness to fulfill the needs of her body, mind, spirit, and heart. So I know there's a lot in there to unpack, but the main thing is to think about that 
the woman empowers herself. Many times we're looking for some outer thing. Permission. Permission. Mm -hmm. Or someone to grant us this power or this way to do this or this pat on the back. When in fact, when we use our own inner awareness and look at what we need and either fulfill that need on our own, or sometimes it's just... It's just, um, uh, it, it really is effective to just know what you need. Yeah. Sometimes we're wandering around and we're like off and we don't know what's wrong with us. But it's because maybe we needed to be recognized for something we did and nobody paid attention. Sometimes it's just knowing, oh, yeah, I did all that work and nobody recognized it. Sometimes that's all we need. Other times we may need to hang out with a friend who recognizes every fabulous and not so fabulous thing we do. Yeah. But again, it goes back to that inner awareness. And that inner awareness, why are we so... um unschooled or unpracticed? Well, I would say distractions, 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 uh, either distractions that we create on our own or distractions that come at us from all directions in from our society. You know, think of it, cell phone, a constant pinging, you know, from uh, the Facebook notification and the text coming in and the email. There's that. There's um, all of the demands that we have, all of these different things distracting us. And many of those things are important. And I'm not saying that we live a life like up on a mountaintop somewhere. But what we do is we begin to practice always asking internally, what do I need? What do I need? What do I need? Because when our needs are fulfilled, we are empowered. And when we are empowered, the quality of our giving is elevated. It's so much better than if we're walking around like, oh, wimpy and feeling like, oh, I wish, you know, this would have happened or that would have happened. You're you're listening to Dawn Morningstar talk about what it is to be a venerable woman. The title of the book is Venerable Women. Um, and when we come back from break, Uh, Dawn's going to go more in depth about what this means, venerability, and then also talk about her own business. Um, She has a venerable women business. And uh, uh, get out your paper and your pencil because you're going to want to listen to uh, how it is that you can win something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And your calls, please, 952-946-6205. And this is music from your site, right, Dawn? Yes, it is. Okay. 952-946-6205. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. Hello, this is Ellen Krug from Hidden Edges Radio. When I'm not on the radio, I'm standing in front of audiences training about diversity and inclusion and on how to be welcoming to others who are different from us. More than ever, employers and organizations need professional diversity and inclusion training. I can offer that training through my company, Human Inspiration Works, LLC. I'd love to make your workplace or organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Love the Scandinavian feel of Ingebretsen's on East Lake Street? Then I invite you to also Ingebretsen's Coffee Bar in Norway House on East Franklin Avenue. Our menu includes Nordic waffles, Lefse dogs, and Scandinavian pastries and cookies, which pair well with our Spring Grove sodas and Viking Viking coffee, especially roasted for us by Peace Coffee. Also, Ingebretsen's Coffee Bar is located at 913 East Franklin Avenue and online at ingebretsen's.com. The first vowel is an I, the rest are E's. Fact is, it's January in Minnesota, and we spend a lot more time indoors. And we're breathing a lot of dry indoor winter air. But don't worry, Standard Heating has the solution. If you install a new furnace this January, you'll not only stay warm and comfortable, you'll also get your choice of a free air purifier or humidifier. Oh, and Standard Heating also offers 0% interest and $0 down on approved credit. Suddenly, this winter doesn't look so bad. Find out more at StandardHeatingDeals.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve. 
With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists, Warner Stellion. Crazy about pets? We are too. The Pet Connection Show is a great venue for fun, informative, and creative conversations about pets. Join myself, Kathy Menard, and Dr. Nicole Parole, along with guests who are leaders in the dynamic and growing pet industry, as we discuss healthcare, relationships, behaviors, and even political issues as they relate to our pets. So come, sit, stay for the Pet Connection Show, Sundays 11 a.m. to noon on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio, where we plant the seeds of change. I'm Karen Olson-Johnson. Laura will be back next week, and our guest will be Charles C. Mann. We'll be talking about his new book, The Wizard and the Prophet. Joining us uh, for today is Dawn Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women and the website venerablewomen.com. But before we go back to our conversation, I'd like to remind our listeners of a couple of things coming up. The Women's March is this weekend, and the event down at the depot uh, of January 21st is sold out. But if you go to womensmarchmn.com, you can find out more information about things that are happening uh, around here that might be satellite locations and also things that are happening in other states. And then this Wednesday, January 24th, the New Environment Governors Forum is happening at Hamlin. That that venue is booked. It's sold out. However, there is a satellite location at the Dubliner, which is on 2162 University Avenue West. You need to be there by about 5 o'clock. And if you go to the Eventbrite page called One Blue World, again, I'll say that, One Blue World, the Eventbrite page, you can register for that satellite location. These are all the people that are vying for our um, governor's governor's position and it's independents, you know, Democrats, Republicans, and they will all be there. And so you will want to be there and they're going to be taking questions. So it's incredible. And the Women's Congress is one of the sponsors for that. And as always, we take your calls 952-946-6205. And when we went to break, we were kind of talking about the, the place of women, you know, why women, you know, why now? all of that. And again, this is Dawn Morningstar, who is the author of, oh, and I'm going to hold it up, <laughs> Venerable Women, okay? And you go to venerablewomen.com to find out more information. Oh, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Dawn, we have a prize. Yes, we do. Okay, yes, tell our listeners do. all about it. Well, uh, for those of you who are finding this information, um, that it might be something you want to explore some more, we'd love for you to visit the w- website, venerablewomen.com. And I'm going to spell that, uh, V-E-N-E-R-A-B-L-E, women.com. And when the pop-up happens, just put your name and email address in. And we are going to be raffling off a book and a bottle of 18. Uh, it's called Oil of Awakening 18. And I know, Karen, you said you wanted to ask me some questions about that yeah, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But I think of it as a self-care kit. It's the book um, that really blesses and inspires a woman on her journey. And the uh, Oil of Awakening 18 is part of many, many women and men's uh, uh, daily self-care ritual. Yeah, and this is... Um and you know how into total natural products, yes. organic, non-GMO, yes. I am. And this is incredible. I am not using it the way you may want me to use it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about that. But then, And then also part of this prize that you can win by signing up is this affirmation card yes. as well. So, again, how do people... What's the potential for sign up, and when will you, when will they know? Um, yes. So um, when you go on to venerablewomen.com and put your name and email address, you'll be entered into the drawing. And we are doing the drawing on Monday at 5 p.m., Monday, January 22nd at 5 p.m. And we 
5 p.m. And we will notify the winner by email. Oh, how wonderful. I know. Okay, all right. So we've been talking about women, you know, and venerable women. But we want to place this in the context of, you know, I mean, you have to have been under a rock, you know. But we want to place this in the context of the whole masculine, feminine, you know, the Me Too, you know, that's it. We want to we want to place this into what's going on now? What's in our ether now, Madon? Well, I believe that this is an extraordinary time to be alive for all humans. I know sometimes it might not look like that. It might seem dark. And there are certainly dark elements and things happening. And yet overall, I think it's a time of uh, tremendous potential for uh, evolution for all of us. And so why women now? Um, I believe that uh, it's because, as I said before, when women do better, everyone around them does better. And you can look up the studies. This is proven. And I also think it's that, in my experience, it's been women who have been more open to um, self-discovery, self-improvement, um, and all of those things, and spirituality in many cases. And um, and because of that, because of them being more open, they are elevating themselves as much as they can. And by the way, a little sidebar there, sidebar there is that we all do better when we stay in community with one another mm-hmm. it, because this doing it on our own in silos isn't working anymore. But, well, that's the wellstone. We all do yes, better when we all do yes, better, right? Yes, yeah. I love that quote. And it's not, I mean, it's not, it's it's individual, right? But then we're talking about everything from food systems to, yes. to what we're feeding our children to politics to, I mean, we won't even talk about what happened last night, you know, right, at, right. The, what, at the federal level. But right. this is, yeah, we all do better when we all do better. Right. Sorry to digress. Okay. Oh, no, you're you're not. And I I guess what really got me going on all of this was when I saw what the Dalai Lama said at the 2009 Vancouver Peace Summit. He said, the world will be saved by the Western woman. That's us. Whoa. Say say that again, Don. He said, the world will be saved by the Western woman. And when I read those words, I I got chills. And I thought, you know what? He's right. And then I added, in order for a woman to save, or the Western woman to save the world, she has to save her own world. Mm. She really has to be feeling whole and feeling really good about herself in order for that to happen. Because then again, the quality of her giving is better when she is, a, you know, filled well. We can't, we can't give, you know, uh, water to thirsty people if the well is dry. Yeah. So uh, that was the focus. And so I do think it's a great time in our history to for women to stand in the fullness of their power. And in Venerable Women, when we are talking about power, we never mean power over. That's the old paradigm. Mm -hmm. We mean power with one another and power within ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's not about... It's not about women, you know, becoming, you know, the. it's not about a patriarchy Mm -mm. kind of situation where men are suppressed and women are higher now. It's about this realization of interconnection. Absolutely, 100%. As a matter of fact, um, on the book tour that I did, I remember I was out in Napa Valley at a beautiful art gallery and doing a talk about venerable women. And this man said, I just really want women to take over and get us out of this mess that we're in. And I said, you know, sir, thank you so much for that comment. But I think it's going to take all of us, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not not women over men or men. God knows we've tried the men over women thing with the patriarchy, and that's not working out so well. So it's really time. Um, and, and uh, you know, a matriarchy isn't going to be the answer either. I really I really am a believer in Rianne Eisler's work where she talks about a partnership model rather than a dominator model and says that it's really a great idea to link the masculine and the feminine rather than having a hierarchy of one over the other. I can't believe we're going to break again. Okay. All right. Um, I want to continue this part of this discussion, too, about being together in this and what those barriers are to us getting getting to do this work together. And I think some of it has to do with that first beatitude. Yes. So we'll come back to that. We have time for your calls, 952-946-6205. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio. Uh, Joining us is Dawn Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women, and I'm Karen Olson-Johnson. Join us. <laughs> if I want to change the- 
Hey, Minnesota, Norman Goldman here. The furniture business is one of those industries that's full of fake sales and false discounts. This is the age of the hashtag illegitimate fake president, and haven't you been lied to enough? That's why you need to check out Habitation Furnishing and Design. Habitation offers some of the coolest furniture in Minneapolis at fair prices every day. No fake sales, no phony discounts, just honest, intriguing, and really unique furniture. Check out Habitation on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park or visit HabitationDesign.com. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Common Roots Cafe is the perfect venue for your next meeting, retreat, or party of up to 25 people. Come see why such a diverse array of community groups use Common Roots as their meeting space. The community room is only $10 an hour, plus nonprofit and community groups receive a $10 credit for food and drinks. Located off 26th and Lindale, make your reservation at CommonRootsCafe.com and take a look at their local, organic, and sustainable menu options. That's CommonRootsCafe.com. Tap, taste, and treasure at Vinaigrette, where we have some warm seasonal recipes all ready to create dynamite meals. Our fig balsamic vinegar pairs perfectly with roasted Brussels sprouts or baked brie. And sweet potatoes are always a winner, but never more than when they're roasted with a drizzle of vinaigrette cinnamon or orange-fused extra virgin olive oil on top. Come in today for more custom-crafted food and cocktail recipes at Vinaigrette, 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis and 287 Water Street in downtown Excelsior. Online at vinaigrettemn.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Scott Shamblot from Shamblot Family Dentistry. We're the fear-free, get-you-out-of-pain-now dental office. We always offer a free exam and x-rays for new patients because we believe you shouldn't have to pay to find out what's wrong with your teeth. Call today. We're open early and late and Saturdays to fit your schedule. As my daughter Rachel says, If you don't see my dad, please see another dentist. Take care of your teeth because they're the only ones you get. Call 1-800-FIX-MY-TEETH or visit fixmyteeth.us. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, president of Minnesota Hospice, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on AM 950 on Saturdays from noon to one. Our team from Minnesota Hospice will continue our series on When Is It Time for Hospice, where we will share insights on life's design, the birthing in and birthing out cycle of life, and discuss the benefits of hospice care. Please join us Saturday from noon to one for the new Minnesota Hospice show and learn more about us online at minnesotahospice.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for mostly cloudy skies today with a high near 40. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 26. Saturday, cloudy with a high near 37. And Saturday, a chance for rain and snow with a high around 35. The Great Wall Restaurant offers one of the most extensive Chinese menus in the Twin Cities. They specialize in Sichuan and Peking dishes. Plus, they have hot and sour soup and pan-fried dumplings and much more. Stop by the Great Wall's Edina location or call for takeout as well. You can find more information at eatlocalminnesota.com. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio, where we plant the seeds of change. I'm Karen Olson-Johnson. Laura Hedlund will be back next week. And I want to remind our listeners about an event coming up this Wednesday evening. Uh, uh, it is the New Environment Governors Forum. All of our candidates uh, will be at Hamlin. That event has, is booked, but there are satellite locations. And one of the satellite locations is at the Dubliner, 2162 University Avenue West. If you go to One Blue World... Look up Eventbrite, One Blue World. You'll find the information for that. Um, and so it's going to be a satellite viewing uh, party, I would guess, because <laughs> it's at the Dubliner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always a party there. <laughs> uh, but it will also be a very interesting uh, way to, to have a first look at all of these people that would like to be the next governor of the state of Minnesota. And joining us uh, for the show today is Dawn Morningstar, who I am, I'm going to say I call friend now. Thank you. Um, Thank the you. author of Venerable Women – uh, the book Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. Very, very interesting read, and it's one of those that that you want to have on your shelf to refer to, but it's also, like I said in the beginning of the show, one that you know you were going to have a friend at some point you're going to hand this to and say, you know what, maybe you ought to delve into this or take a look at this. Because one of the things we talked about, you know, that first beatitude, which was this, this fulfillment that we need to have in 
in what areas, Dawn? Well, um, in the areas of body, mind, spirit, and heart. Okay, body, mind, spirit, and heart. Mm -hmm. So if we're lacking fulfillment in one of those areas, which is tied to self-care, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. If we're lacking fulfillment in one of those areas, then, then what situation are we in? Well, um, we, we come out into the world um, kind of half-baked is the way I think about it. Um, we, so, for example, what I do is I ask people to examine what they need in the area of the body, for example. And in the book, I talk about this a bit, too, to say, just ask yourself, what is my body wanting, you know? And sometimes it's very simple. It's water. You know, I think that a lot of times we're, we walk around dehydrated and many um, health professionals will say one of the best things you can do um, is to hydrate the body. So asking, what do I need? Um, and not waiting till we're thirsty. They say by the time you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. You know your brain works better yes, if you're hydrated? Yes, yes. Yeah. And for those on a spiritual path, um, many believe that your spirituality is enhanced because um, you are activating um, these energies within your body. You, you, you've got some juice and jazz going through your body instead of like a dried up prune. Yeah. Oh, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Makes total sense. Yeah. So, so that could be one way to pay attention to your body is is paying attention simply to hydration. What about paying attention to your spirit? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And that can look a number of different ways. And it, it could be about religion for some people. It could be about spirituality. It could be about nature. It could be whatever it is that lifts the spirit that connects us with that higher part of ourselves. And um, when we pay attention to that, then we are uh, when we when we fulfill that need, then the, it's it's kind of like this beautiful check mark in the box of <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. And it, there, that kind of begs the question of about inner outer because mm -hmm. I know, oh, I know yeah. in the first segment you talked about you know looking outside for mm -hmm. for these things and you know some of the fallacy associated yeah. with looking outside for those things because spirit can very much be about inner work. Absolutely, right? and you know this idea of empowerment, it's an inside job. It's not, nobody's going to do it for us. Nobody is going to come and save us. We need to save. And by the way, um, I did some research on what save means, because I know that can have a weird connotation too. But save means to liberate or emancipate or free. And so I think we want to live in that state of feeling free, because then we're lighter and our journeys are, um, I think we can get on our journeys in an easier and better way. And isn't that part of what you know, feeling supported spiritually is about, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And that may change for us over time. I remember as a little girl, I was raised Catholic and sitting in church and looking at those stained glass windows was transcendent for me. And now I have, you know, different practices that I do for my spiritual life. I really keep it open and I change it up. And that's one of the Beatitudes as well, is to um, really look for and find and practice fresh inspiration. Fresh inspiration, which is part of what, um, by the way, listeners, if you go to venerablewomen.com, that's part of what you can, you know, possibly win yes. by signing up on the sites is this, because this Venerable Oil of Awakening, number 18, yes. is, is yeah, it's very much tied to food, you know, particular, yes, particular, um, particular essences, I'll call them, right? Yes, okay, absolutely. That feed different things in our body that we know about. I mean, I'll, I'll just use the, I mean, those of you that are, you know, suffering from flu now and colds, right? One yes. of the things is ginger, right? Yes. Because ginger helps with inflammation. Yes, it you know, does. know, whether you're drinking it or whether you're, you know, you know, helping to breathe it through yes. your system, whatever. But those sorts of things, understanding what feeds us, you know, that's that fulfillment. That's that V attitude. But what about, Don? what about our hearts? Oh, well, that's where love comes in. And to really begin with the most important relationship of all, and that's the love that we have for ourselves. Many of us do not love ourselves. We um, are very good at showing our love for everyone and everything else, but we don't love ourselves. And so one of the ways to, to do that is to look at what our heart is seeking 
Is it um, deeper relationships with friends? Is it a romantic partner? Is it a better relationship with children in our lives? What is it that our heart is longing for? And listen to that and set about fulfilling it. And as I said before, sometimes we just need to acknowledge that, oh, I'm needing to be loved right now or my heart is feeling whatever. And sometimes just acknowledging it is enough. And then other times we will want to take those additional steps to get those needs met. Because that that first beatitude, <clears throat> again, V is in Victor. Yes. That first beatitude about, you know, taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and making and making that a priority means what for the the people around you. And oh. then then I want to ask you, yeah. Dawn, what do you think that would mean for the world? Oh. Well, you just really um, that's the whole premise of, of the entire book is We transform um, the world by transforming ourselves. It doesn't mean that we don't volunteer and do things in the outer. We certainly do do that. But we do it much better if we ourselves are feeling whole and happy. So that's the secret sauce, I think, is, you know, really walking around, paying so much attention to what we need and taking care of those needs so that we have so much to give, that we are, we can walk into a room and people can feel wow, this feels like love, this feels like joy, this feels like laughter. That's the influence we can have in the world. And I know that um, in regard to our government and all of that, all the things that are going on there, yes, we do need and want government on the outside. I do think that at this time in the world, though, that we are really being called to have inner governance, to govern our own internal lives in order to make a an amazing transcendence in the world around us. I, I can't agree with you more. And I think part of it is is recognizing that as I am, so are you, as you are, so yes. am I. And that, and, and it's not that this is a heavy responsibility, no. because once you start operating within that, you know, that you're filling the vessel, filling the vessel, the vessel being self, you're filling the vessel, but not in a selfish way, but filling the vessel, then it, that's exactly it. When you walk into a room or you go here and it's like, and people say, well, where do you get all that energy? Yes. You know, how can you have all that passion for whatever it is that you're doing? You know, and and that transformative experience that is your own, your own becomes the transformative experience of others. Absolutely. And in the different Venerable Women programs that we do, the Living Love uh, program and, the, well, love is the acronym for Lives of Venerable Expression. Oh. Because then we are really purposefully saying, yes, we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. These are the things that we continue to practice. And it's really really great because, yes, it's wonderful to um, have a practice and do that. And yet when we're in a community of like-minded people who are doing the same thing, we kind of all pull each other up and hold each other accountable. And not not in that old way of, did you do this or did you do that? (laughs) But more like, hey, I got this going on. And, you know, let let me, um, you know, be that with you. Let me be that with you. How Mm -hmm. important, Dawn, in all of this is setting intention? Oh, it's huge. It's it's huge. Um, intention uh, is focus, and intention. Uh, I, I love uh, this. This kind of ties in. I love the uh, quote from Gloria Steinem, where she says, "Dreaming is, after all, a form of planning." Yep. And so I feel like intention and dreaming kind of go together. So we dream first. We we dream awake what it is that we want to see in the world. We set our intention, and then we look. Look at what is mine to do in this, and who am I to be as I'm doing this? And the the who I am to be in all of this is that when you come back to how it is that I can be my best self, and again, not as a heavy burden kind Mm-mm. of, you know, whatever, but how it is that I can, and that internal knowing is something that is there. Yes. That is, that is it's there. We just have to tap into it. Yeah. And it's a practice. I, I, I know this for a fact because even though I literally wrote the book on this, <laughs> I, I practice this. I, I actually pull the book out and read many of the Beatitudes. I mean, I know them by heart, of course, but I look at them myself when I'm feeling a little off. I'm like, oh, which Beatitude am I, you know, not 
really fully either embracing or uh, practicing right now because it is a constant practice. But the way I look at it is we're thinking all the time anyway. Why not be thinking thoughts that are going to elevate us? Thoughts that are going to elevate us and thoughts that will ultimately move us and collectively to the world to a different place. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I was I was thinking about some of the most recent things that have been happening and about the collective energies in a room to get something done or to move something forward. And I'm remembering, what was it, the... Um, the Golden Globes, where Oprah gave that speech. Yes. Okay. That collective, I mean, it was almost like if you could reach through the screen, you would touch it. It would be like electric energy. Yes. But it's that kind of, you know, can we bring it together enough? Can we we get around topics to get? But that requires of, of us something. Yes, it, it you know, we can't just be passively sitting there thinking, oh, it'll change if we get enough people in power to do the thing. What That's Do right. the work, right? That's what right. What you're saying is the change is where? The change is in within each one of us. That is where the change, that is where the transformation is occurring in this new paradigm. I believe we are in a new paradigm right now that is filled with possibility and that the more filled and whole and empowered each one of us is, and again, never power over, but power within. Imagine a world where every single human is feeling good about themselves. We don't intentionally ever hurt anyone else if we are feeling good about ourselves. Mm. I know that for a fact. And so, say that again. We never intentionally hurt others if we are feeling good about ourselves. Mm. So how can we do that? How can we how can we feel good about ourselves? And going back and looking at what we need and taking care of that is one of the best ways I know. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to Dawn Morningstar, who's the author of Venerable Women. And this music is, where's it from, Dawn? Uh, Gina Satoli and I composed it. And it's the theme song for Venerable Women. It's on the website. It's on the website, which is venerablewomen.com. Join us for our last segment. Uh, This is Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Chocolat Celeste is a true celebration. This is Colette, and we've created two themed chocolate collections for this year's football playoffs. These chocolates are the world's finest artisan chocolates with distinct, unforgettable flavors that will sweeten your team's victory and soften the sting of defeat. Having a party? Skull! Check out our football-themed chocolates. We're an approved vendor through the NFL Business Connect program. Call 651-644-3823 or visit chocolatecelest.com. Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin, wherever you are and however you like it, we're just the place you're looking for. Six unique, fun, exciting, winning destinations located throughout central Wisconsin. Make your rounds to Wittenberg, Nakusa, Black River Falls, Toma, Madison, or Wisconsin Dells for the hottest slots, most exciting games, award-winning guest service, delicious food and spirits, lodging, and live entertainment. Join the Ho-Chunk Gaming Rewards Club for free. And with a single card, you can earn valuable points no matter which of the six locations you choose to play. That means more exciting. Exclusive offers, giveaways, cash back, discounts, and much more. Visit us online to see all we have to offer and find the fun times nearest to you at HoChunkGaming.com. So wherever you are and however you like it, we're just the place you're looking for. Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin, Wittenberg, Nakusa, Black River Falls, Toma, Madison, and Wisconsin Dells. Experience the difference, Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin. Must be 21 or over to play. Tap, taste, and treasure at Vinaigrette, where we have some warm seasonal recipes all ready to create dynamite meals. Our fig balsamic vinegar pairs perfectly with roasted Brussels sprouts or baked brie. And sweet potatoes are always a winner, but never more than when they're roasted with a drizzle of vinaigrette cinnamon or orange-fused extra virgin olive oil on top. Come in today for more custom-crafted food and cocktail recipes at Vinaigrette, 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis, and 287 Water Street in downtown Excelsior. Online at vinaigrettemn.com. Looking for a catering company that serves delicious food and is environmentally conscious? Look no further than Common Roots Catering. They provide compostable or reusable service wares for all events and food waste is composted. Common Roots is also proud to source from sustainable local farmers. And when Common Roots says local, they mean it. Only free-range and grass-fed meat and poultry raised within 250 miles of their kitchen is served. To learn more about Common Roots Catering and their values, check out commonrootscatering.com. 
The fine folks at Common Good Books will help you find the perfect book for you or the book lover in your life. Find a huge selection from a locally owned and independent bookseller in the Twin Cities. They are always bringing in top authors from around the globe for special in-store events. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Find Common Good Books at 38 South Snelling Avenue in St. Paul or shop online at commongoodbooks.com. Peace and plenty. Yes. Wow. Came to manifest. That, you know, this Martin Luther King Day, right? And uh, I mean, we are reminded, I think, probably not often enough, Dawn, of the of the world of possibilities, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You know, the world of, of potential that is out there. I'm Karen Olson-Johnson. This is Food Freedom Radio. Uh, Laura will be back next week, Laura Hedlund. And we've been talking, the hour's gone so quickly, with Dawn Morningstar, who is the author of Venerable Women. This is the book, Transform Ourselves, Transform Our World. And if you go to venerablewomen.com, you will find more information. And if you enter your email, you have a chance to win a little prize package from Dawn. The, do- the drawing will be Monday. But when we went to break, we were talking about, you know, the the fulfillment of this in the real world, you mm-hmm. know, and, and the things that are going on now. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, Dawn, but are there times you don't want to turn on the news? Well, sometimes I don't um, because I uh, feel like, uh, you know, the less news and social media I pay attention to and the more loving community that I involve myself uh, with, uh, I feel sometimes that that's a way I can do better. I Honestly, if sitting and listening to the news and freaking out and commiserating and being sad and angry would change all of this, I would do it from morning till night. I really would. I would. I would just sit there from morning till night. But I know that's not the case. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not saying bury your head in the sand, but we can get into this awfulizing where, you know, we go down this rabbit hole and then we become the same energy of the thing that we don't like. Right. And so that's not going to help us. We need to, yes, see and feel. We absolutely have to feel what we feel about it, but just not stay there and then move on. And that's part of these V-attitudes. Again, V is in Victor, mm-hmm. you know, because one of, well, I think one of them that, that we're referring to that's being made so firmly manifest mm-hmm. in our world is judgment, you know, yes. and the expression of judgment um, and the signs of judging, you know, pointing the finger or, you know, they are this, they are that, you know, this mm-hmm. party is that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a different way to look at that. There's a different approach to take, but that has to do with an attitude, a V attitude, yes, right? Yes, a venerable attitude. And, what, and what is that venerable attitude? Well, um, I, I think you might be referring to V attitude number nine. And by the way, um, I don't think I mentioned that these 12 V attitudes, there's a really um, interesting and magical story how they came to be in the book. But the first four of the attitudes have to do with a woman's relationship with herself. And the second four have to do with her relationship with her divine or a higher power, could be nature, whatever. And the last four have to do with her relationship with other people. And I also notice that I'm saying her and women a lot. These beatitudes help everyone. I'm just focusing on women right now because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that that's what I want to be doing. But anyway, this beatitude number nine is a venerable woman uplifts each life she touches by practicing compassion, unconditional love, and kind-heartedness. And so you mentioned judgment. Judgment is of the mind. I prefer to use discernment. Discernment is of the heart. Discernment, if you were to look that up, it means to recognize or to catch sight of or to see. Whereas With judgment, there's a judge and a jury, and there's got to be somebody guilty or somebody innocent, and there's all all this judging is exhausting. And besides, when we have um, judging going on, we have to have evidence. And how do we know that our evidence is accurate or true or even, you know, complete? We don't. And so we're wasting all this time harshly judging one another uh, when, in fact, if we were to be curious instead. That's my answer to judgment is be curious. Hmm. I wonder what 
they're trying to say here. I wonder what this means, or I wonder it's a lighter feeling than this judgment of, oh, they're wrong, I'm right. Mm -hmm. Very easy to go there. But, you know, everyone thinks they're right. Everyone is doing the best that they know to do. I know that sounds hard to hear, but I really believe it's true. I think everybody is doing the best that they know to do. Within so, the context of their own lives. Yes, you within know, the context of their own which lives. Which is because, you know, we don't know. We can't sit in judgment for what somebody's been through in their life and then what ultimately informs the decisions and the actions that, that they're taking, right? Absolutely. But what we can do is we can say to ourselves, in knowing that, the, the stance I'm going to take, the venerable attitude I'm going to take is to be compassionate. Yes, and, and kind-hearted. And kind-hearted, yeah. yeah. And let go of all the judging. It's just not getting us anywhere. And um, I think that that is a big wall that we put up with one another. No one likes being judged. No. No, no one does. No one, period, mm -hmm. period. But, and, but you know, to go through those three areas again, self, divine, mm -hmm. and, and others, and mm -hmm. others, the world, okay? There, there are things in relationship to those three that are embodied, I think, in the Oil of Awakening 18, okay? Yes. The self, the divine, and the others. So this, this Oil of Awakening, this 18, can you explain, <laughs> you know, why, you know, how that came about and, and, and what it is that, you know, why is that important? You know, what, what do you... Why did you birth that, Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say, necessity is the mother of invention. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what happened was I was using an organic um, cream on my face. They discontinued the formula. I called the president of the company, begged her to go back to the old formula. She wouldn't do it. So I had had my esthetician's license years and years and years ago, and I couldn't find anything to use on my face, and I am... Um, I'm vegan. I only used 100% natural and organic things on my well, body. you got to feed your skin, right? You have to feed your skin. Skin's the largest organ of the body. Yeah, yeah. It's the sacred container for who we are. Yeah. Why would we put junk on our yeah, skin yeah. and chemicals and it's poison? It's part of how we feed ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I started throwing stuff in a blender, and I whipped up this batch of, uh, I, I didn't know what it was, and I started <laughs> using it on my face. And it has um, organic essential oils and beautiful, beneficial, uh, other ingredients and uh, the reason it's called 18 is there are 18 ingredients in it and I didn't know what to call it so I was like I don't know just 18 so, <laughs> so anyway I started using it and some of my friends would say wow did you have work done and I'm like what what do you mean like plastic surgery and um, and so then I started selling it so I make I use a sacred ritual I make a batch and when the bottles are gone they're gone there are people who are on subscription I always make sure that they get their monthly delivery but when the bottles are gone, they're gone. And that's what people can win. Um, and also, there is a first-time offer. If people want to purchase it, they get a very big reduction on, on the website. So this is something that if you go to the website, you can find out about. And I, um, Dawn very generously gifted me a bottle of this. And I don't use it the way that you think <laughs> I should use it. But it, it, it's one of those things that if you... You know, if you transform yourself, mm -hmm. if you look at how that transformation needs to be done, then it does, it, it does and, and will naturally happen. It will yes. naturally happen. Yes. Um, we've, we've been talking with Dawn Morningstar, who is the author of Venerable Women, uh, during, this, during this entire beautiful, magical hour. And <laughs> you can find out more information about Venerable Women at VenerableWomen.com. Uh, Dawn, thank you so very much for joining us for this show. I, I can't believe the hour's already gone. Thank you from my heart. This has been an honor. It's been an honor and a privilege for me, too, as well, Dawn. Uh, you've been listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.